Controversy surrounding Brock Lesnar and Raw last night. Big, big stories coming out of Raw last night, including WrestleMania beginning to take shape. We give you some perspective on all that went on and where it's going right here on PWR Tonight for Tuesday, February 27, 2018. Hello fans, Damian Nelson coming to you here for the PWR Studios. Thank you for joining us wherever you may be for PWR tonight. Uh, let's get right down to it tonight with uh, the hot news of the day and most of it emanating from Raw last night. But one big story circulating around the wrestling world today is that surrounding the WWE Universal Champion Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, as we know, had been announced in a face-to-face -face situation with Roman Reigns, the winner of the Elimination Chamber on Raw last night. Paul Heyman, even on Sunday's Elimination Chamber event, saying that that event would take place, that Brock Lesnar would confront the winner of the match on Raw. Well, that did not happen. Brock Lesnar not in Anaheim for the show last night, and Roman Reigns ended up coming out and cutting a promo on his own. Tremendously done, by the way. It almost made me start second-guessing some of the things I said last night on the episode of PWR Tonight about maybe he wasn't the man who should have won the match at... Elimination Chamber, but be that as it may, Brock Lesnar not there, Roman Reigns cutting a scathing promo about Brock, hiding behind his contract, and uh, him being, uh, well, for lack of a better term, and the one that Roman used, a bitch, B-I-T-C-H, and saying he was not afraid of Brock Lesnar. Now, we have heard since all of that, that WWE appears to want to take a bit of a realistic approach to the confrontation uh, confrontations on the way into WrestleMania with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, sort of like Rock and Cena back in their series of matchups headlining WrestleMania as a couple of years past. And if that is indeed true, we saw the beginnings of it last night. So I am not going to uh, succumb to the hype of whether or not Brock Lesnar is uh, levying positioning or his power into his contract negotiations because it is believed that his contract does expire somewhere around WrestleMania, just after WrestleMania. And this all does perfectly fit into the story, right? However, you've got to wonder why WWE would have advertised Brock Lesnar for not only the crowd in Anaheim, but for us home watching on Raw and been so adamant about it if this was, if they did indeed not plan to have him there. But again, that, too, fits into the narrative and the storyline of what's going on with Brock Lesnar. What also fits is the photo everyone's been talking about of him and Dana White from Sunday in Las Vegas uh, that was posted on social media. Brock said to have been in Vegas where the Elimination Chamber occurred, but said not to have been at the T-Mobile Arena for the event, not even to visit. So... If they're taking a realistic approach, why not throw some realism into the story? And why not build some drama and some intrigue amongst us, the fans, going into their matchup at WrestleMania? I thought last night we would see the beginnings of Braun Strowman's inclusion in that matchup. We did not see that at all. So perhaps it won't be a three-way dance. However, we've got six weeks, five more Raws now leading into WrestleMania. So there is plenty of time to make that happen. By the way, I thought I read somewhere that Kane was going to be a special guest last night. I don't think we saw Kane, did we? Well, I'm not going to go there, if you will. I'm not going to Corey Graves you on that uh, here on PWR tonight. But, you know, I'm liking where Roman and Brock is going so far. Uh, I'm liking that this could be a subtle yet vivid turning point for Roman Reigns in the fans' opinion if he does address all of the things that people have expressed grievances of about Brock Lesnar's championship reign. And perhaps he does go to WrestleMania. Perhaps it is a one-on-one -on -one match. Perhaps he defeats Brock Lesnar 
and perhaps Brock Lesnar then leaves WWE. And now you've got a Roman Reigns who's not only been a multi-time champion, he's also the man that ended the, well, may have ended the career of the Undertaker, more on that later, uh, but will have also beat Brock Lesnar and sent him packing. Well, time will tell what will happen with that, ladies and gentlemen. Share your thoughts on whether or not you think this is a shoot or a work. The Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns situation right here on uh, YouTube or on our social media channels at PWR Show on Facebook, Instagram, and uh, Twitter as well. Continuing along talking about hot news and raw last night, we saw a interesting scenario develop between the Intercontinental Champion, the endorsed Miz, and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins sent out to compete against Miz in a non-title matchup, one he would end up winning, and it seemed as if that meant that Seth Rollins would be on his way to an Intercontinental Championship opportunity at WrestleMania, and his words definitely did solidify that after the matchup when he basically challenged the Miz at WrestleMania. But there's a third man in. Finn Balor, also endorsed, comes out and was sent to face off against The Miz as well. That was what led to some of the confusion as to whether or not it would be Seth Rollins or perhaps it will be all three. Tremendous matchup, by the way. Uh, vying for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. Here is one thing that has been great about this Intercontinental Championship and Brock Lesnar being Universal Champion. The IC title means so much more now than it has meant in recent history. Ever since Cody Rhodes, also endorsed, introduced the new old title belt, it has been climbing and climbing and climbing in its significance. And now The Miz being believable, The Miz telling us how great he is and the belt is. All of it is sortedly, is seemingly fitting into shape, coming into shape, and going into WrestleMania where it seems as if it's going to be three men vying for it, Seth Rollins, The Miz, and Finn Balor. And it was interesting to see what happened with the Balor Club and the uh, Miz Taraj as well on Raw last night because now that makes more sense as to why Finn Balor's there, right? His friends, his bros, his buddies, his cool dudes, I think they're called, well, they, well I forget, um, the brothers, that's what they are, can now be the uh, ammunition against the Miz Taraj and uh, eliminate that unfair advantage that Miz typically has in those matchups. So I'm liking this. I, we talked about Seth Rollins. Maybe he should have been a candidate to win the Elimination Chamber matchup, but if this is where they were going with it, I am fine with it, and I enjoy uh, with the direction that this is going. And you know, we've been talking a lot about WrestleMania, ladies and gentlemen, and for on these episodes, we tell you a lot about the WrestleMania VIP balcony party. Shenanigans is the title, ladies and gentlemen. Several names has been announced, have been announced, but we are now on the road to shenanigans, on the road to WrestleMania, and we have yet another major talent announcement. Hosted by WWE Hall of Famer Kevin Nash and joining him, WWE Hall of Famer Sonny. You know you want her. You can only see her at the Shenanigans Balcony Party. Tickets available now at PWRShow.com. We've got much more to announce over the coming weeks about the Shenanigans Party, including our live musical guests that will be joining us as part of the event. 
you certainly don't want to be asleep at the wheel when as tickets are available for this event because it will sell out in advance we have told you we are warning you we are, we are advising you i know a lot of people like to wait and buy tickets at the door well last year in orlando you couldn't basically and you were waiting in a wait list line outside because we were at capacity don't wait get in where you fit in get your tickets to shenanigans the vip balcony party on bourbon street right now and folks continuing on hot news john cena had said on the post show the raw talk show of elimination chamber that he was going to uh find his path to wrestlemania and he told us more about that last night on raw where he did what a lot of people were expecting him to do, and that was challenge The Undertaker at WrestleMania. And while the crowd, who typically doesn't like Cena, got really, really behind that matchup, John Cena then immediately deflated them in saying that he has been told that that match is impossible. Again, playing off the unannounced retirement of The Undertaker. And I think there's one big hint that lets us know that The Undertaker may not have yet retired from wrestling and that this match may indeed be possible. The year after Undertaker actually retires from wrestling, he will be the main event inductee into the Hall of Fame. He is not the main event inductee into the Hall of Fame this year. He's not going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. So that gives you a little bit of suspicion as to whether or not he did actually retire and whether or not this match will actually happen. Look, I don't think it's possible the WWE would have dangled that carrot if that match were not happening. Now, John Cena said that he is going to appear on tonight's SmackDown and he will find his path to WrestleMania. There are reports that maybe he will go to Fastlane and maybe he will take on one Shinsuke Nakamura. I'll leave that there. Uh, but um, Cena versus Taker, uh, hell, I think it's past time for it as far as the physicality that the undertaker can present in the ring will it be a tremendous matchup absolutely but will it be hbk taker from 25 26 absolutely not uh be probably more like brock and taker from uh 30 which again if you take the blinders off you realize that wasn't a very good matchup you know to the point as well a lot of people have made the comments on yesterday's uh show right here at pwr tonight thank you all of you who commented on that about the quality of the matchups between brock lesnar and uh, and uh, Braun Strowman. And perhaps that's why that singles match wasn't the direction that WWE went in for WrestleMania. I was talking to David Hero, who will be back in the studio here this weekend as we are uh, going to be preparing this upcoming week's primetime episodes. But he said the same thing. You know, their matches were not good and their match would not be good. They have no chemistry. And if you're going to present that on the grandest stage of them all, you want to make sure that those things are there. So, could be a contributing factor. Who knows? I don't think anyone can doubt their matches were not memorable marquee matchups, aside from the desire for Braun Strowman to continue to get over, which he has still done as a result of those matchups. So back to Cena and Taker. Will it happen at WrestleMania? I'll sit here right now and tell you yes. Yes, that match will happen at WrestleMania. My simple opinion on it. Again, they wouldn't have mentioned it. They wouldn't have put it out there if it were not to happen. I think the SmackDown thing is a bit of diversion. Get some attention over on SmackDown. Or perhaps the whole thing develops on SmackDown. SmackDown Live uh, between The Undertaker and John Cena. Because one could argue that perhaps they do need that level of talent on that show going into WrestleMania to spread the wealth, if you will, and get the eyeballs on Mondays and Tuesdays so that WrestleMania has the best chance possible to get the most subscribers possible to the WWE Network. Another big thing going down on Raw last night 
was the angle, the situation, angle pun intended there, with Ronda Rousey, of course, who signed her WWE contract on Sunday at the Elimination Chamber. Meathead and Matthew Thomas told you all about the goings-on at the Elimination Chamber on our podcast, ladies and gentlemen. That's uh, blogtalkradio.com slash PWR. They gave you a full rundown of the Elimination Chamber event along with all their results and uh, their thoughts on the matchups. You can peep that on your podcast feed. Just go to blogtalkradio.com slash PWR. All the links right there to subscribe, whether it be via on podcast form or RSS feed. Now it's iTunes, Android, whatever it is you have, you can get those podcasts from the Pro Wrestling Report. These episodes of PWR Tonight and Primetime and all of our other shows also available in podcast form, blogtalkradio.com slash PWR. But Ronda Rousey was back last night. She wanted to explain her actions and uh, give a bit more detail as to why she threw Triple H, put Triple H through a table, and took that slap from Stephanie McMahon. Now, they alleged, did Stephanie and Triple H, that Kurt Angle was suffering from the flu, which turned into double pneumonia, which I popped for, by the way, and that he was uh, he was, uh, he was was not accurate in his assessment of the things he said that they said about her at the Elimination Chamber. Kurt Angle would actually apologize last night on Raw when Ronda Rousey, who, thank God, wasn't smiling like she was on Sunday because pissed off Ronda, I'm scared of her, all right? And I like that, and I think that's the Ronda Rousey we need to see. Uh, but she uh, didn't seem to be believing what was going on, including Kurt Angle's retraction of his depiction of the statements that were made or his interpretation of the statements that were made by Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Well, at the end of the day, Triple H on the way out of the ring would pop Kurt Angle right in the face, sending him down to the mat. So it's clear, folks, it's clear where we're going with this. WrestleMania, Kurt Angle back in the ring for the first time since Survivor Series. I think it was when he was forced to. Maybe it was TLC. I forget. You'll tell me. Uh, and then uh, him teaming with Ronda Rousey, which is smart. She's not ready to wrestle, okay? She's probably going to – she's a fighter. She's not necessarily a WWE performer at this point. Pairing her up with Angle against Triple H and Stephanie at WrestleMania. Say what you want about that. But it is a marquee matchup. you got four huge names in there. Let's not lose sight of Kurt Angle returning to the ring. First Mania match in however many years. Ronda Rousey being part of it. And no, I didn't need to see a recap of the Elimination Chamber 73 times last night on Raw. I get it. Ronda Rousey signed with WWE. Thanks for reminding me. But... Uh, Angle returning to the ring, Rousey being involved, which is going to get them tremendous coverage. Triple H in his annual WrestleMania matchup, and Stephanie McMahon stepping in the ring with the baddest woman in the UFC. That's pretty big, folks. That's pretty marquee. That's pretty huge for the big show WrestleMania on April 8th in New Orleans. So I like where it's going. I like where everything went on Raw uh, just last night. I felt it was a very deliberate show, and clearly they started the ignition in the car that's on the road to WrestleMania. And uh, I don't think there's a better sign pointer, by the way, than Ronda Rousey. I'll leave that there. But uh, good stuff. Great showing from the bar against Apollo and uh, and uh, Titus in, uh, in a multiple fall matchup. Best two out of three falls, I believe it was. Uh, the bar, I think two great tag teams right now in WWE. The bar and the Usos. Absolutely tremendous for different reasons, but they are two the two best tag teams, I think, right now in WWE, and they're doing fantastic. You can throw the New Day into that, but they're really, a, they should be going for the six-man United States Tag Team Championships, which I would love to see come back, by the way. Um, so they, they're sort of in, a, in their own category, but uh, a good show last night. I liked what Alexa Bliss did. I liked the pairing of her and Mickey James. I like Nia Jax still being on a rampage. I like what Alexa Bliss said to Asuka. 
It's interesting. You may have heard that on this show. Uh, and it's just the fact that uh, her, her, her English is a bit challenged. So, um, again, a deliberate show, a fast three hours, a well-done show, and kudos to WWE. We'll see what SmackDown brings tonight, see what John Cena does, uh, and see what happens as they are preparing for Fastlane in a couple of weeks uh, coming up from there pay-per-view effort, their road bump on the way to WrestleMania, if you will. Folks, thanks for joining us. I want to remind you to subscribe here to the Pro Wrestling Report PWR tonight so that you never miss an episode. You get notifications on your mobile devices, on your computer, and uh, you can always check us out here on PWR tonight. Primetime returns next week. We're going to be the booker for Flash Flash? Fast Lane, and uh, we're coming up on our big 20th anniversary special, ladies and gentlemen, where we are going to show you uh, some things that uh, we have accomplished over the last 20 years and, and share with you our thoughts and perspectives and retrospectives on some of the biggest stories in professional wrestling that have broken while we have sat on this show over the course of the last 20 years. So thank you very much for joining us for that in advance. Also, thank you for joining us here for PWR tonight. We look forward to seeing you again as they say up yonder, tomorrow night for another brand new edition of PWR Tonight. <laughs> <laughs>